This episode of this Focused Practical Dreamer's Journey is brought to you by Energy Healer Jean Borders' Personal Powerful Transformation Program. Know you're leaving money on the table, but can't figure out how to bring it in? Need to double your productivity and profitability? Need an extra push to get things moving in the right direction? Visit www.focusedpracticaldreamer.com slash transformation now and apply for a business consultation with Jean. Welcome to the Focused Practical Dreamer's Journey, where we take out your emotional baggage and heal your emotional body so you get to enjoy the success you desire and deserve. Prepare to feel a sense of relief and empowerment as we get rid of the baggage you've been carrying that's held up your business success up until now. Be sure to visit our website at www.focusedpracticaldreamer.com. While you're there, subscribe to us via your favorite network. Now, lean in, get comfortable, and prepare to take off. Hello, everyone. This is Jean Border, your host of the Focus Practical Dreamers Journey podcast. Um, I'm so happy to be here with you again. And I have another special guest for you. This is Jana Nixa. How are you? Nice to see you. Hello, Jean. How are you? I am fine. Jana is the authentic sales coach. How cool is that? <laughs> I've never Sounds met like one an oxymoron, of doesn't it? <laughs> I've never met an authentic sales coach before. So talk to me about what that means. How did you come up with that? How did you get into this? Wow. Um, wow. <laughs> a lot there. How much time huh? do you have? No. <laughs> um, well, so I guess to really kind of give you the full context, I would have to back up. I started my sales career in 2001 and struggled for the first, I don't know, couple of years because I was trying to do it the way they told me to. And finally, unfortunately, um, a hurricane hit my territory. Oh my and wiped out it, like a third to almost half of my clients. Wow. So some of them lost their houses. Some of them lost their business. Needless to say, pretty much my whole territory, it was just absolutely not appropriate to walk in there, you know, trying to sell people stuff. Right. And, you know, I hope it doesn't happen that way for everybody else. But for me, that was my moment, my come to Jesus of, okay, like they can't fire me. I'm just going to do this my way now. And I never looked back. And so what is my way? It was a lot of really following my own intuition. It was not pushing people and backing them into a corner. It was basically the opposite (laughs) of what most, most people think of when they think of sales and certainly what most people who teach sales teach. And it served me for a 22-year-long career as a top-performing sales executive. Um, No matter where I went, no matter what the products were, what the customer base was, when I did it in this way, the softer, more feminine approach to sales, um, it just just really served. People loved it. And I still have been out of the industry for several years, and I still have clients call me and say, I know you're not our rep and you haven't been our rep for a while. We've had like three reps since you, but I know (laughs) you'll help me. And that's just, that's what it can really be like when you look at sales through a totally different lens. And so then 
to kind of bring it all together about 10 years ago, I had a spiritual awakening really. And I realized that there was just more for me. Um, and even though I was at the height of my career, I just had my second baby, you know, I could have easily just sat back and coasted. Um, that's when I really came on alive even more so and started doing a lot of inner work, started doing different certifications on the side, became a dreamer, right. As your podcast title, because I don't think I'd allowed myself to do that for so long. I was so busy head down checking all the boxes that everybody told me I needed to check in order to be happy and successful and whatever, whatever it's supposed to be. And um, I realized that kind of all came to a screeching halt because I wasn't, I'd done all the things and I wasn't. And so that led me on this journey of self-discovery of really asking what I wanted again, doing all sorts of human potential development you know, got certified in NLP, hypnosis, you know, life coaching, all of these different things we do, meditation coaching. Um, I even did Ho'oponopono, which is fascinating. I don't know if you're familiar with it, but if yes. we have time, I'd love to tell you about it um, or your listeners, because it's, it's incredible. But anyway, so all of that kind of came together a few years ago because I was doing that in working. And so I finally um, was, and then I was coaching on the side. So I finally mm -hmm. quit my day job, so to speak, and, you know, really put together, I think a lot of people, a lot of my clients, probably people you run across, they're like, what is my niche? What is my niche? How am I going to do this? How's it going to work? And one of my coaches early on, I was like, do I do the, the passion? My passion is like human potential and, you know, really understanding how we create our reality and multidimensional work, right? Healing. And then of course, my genius zone is this, this skill set that I've developed over a long time. And she had this, like, now it's kind of like, duh, but at the time it seemed very profound. And she said, why don't you do both? And that is how the authentic sales coach was born. And so even though I will help people with tactics and strategies and that piece, you know, a lot of it is also, um, you know, looking at self-worth and money issues and some of the blocks. I see a lot of people, a lot of coaches, particularly blocked around getting clients, you know, they're just like not seeing that path. And so, you know, so we do both. We do the woo and the do. <laughs> that is so cool. And your story is so much like mine. It's just hilarious. You have oh, two yeah. separate skill sets. How do you make them become one and make it make sense? Right? Right. The sales and energy work. Sales and energy work. Hmm, <laughs> what the heck? I mean, that's just so disconnected right. until you make sense of it. Right. But right. yeah, I, I tell people, I, I almost felt like I had two people living inside me, you know, all the, the leadership skills, 36 years of leadership stuff, you know, and then this energy stuff. Yeah. How do, how do you combine them into one business? And you have to work through all the mindset stuff. Everything you, you just said. I mean, it's always course after course after learning after learning. And then how do you integrate? Right. Absolutely. And that so, was probably one of the biggest lessons was really embodying the wisdom, you know, make, go, making it take that, that journey 
from like the, the knowledge and integrating it into the wisdom and into your being. And uh, what do you want? What is your dream? You know, well, how do you, and then how do you make it make sense to get there to, to make it possible for you? Right. Right. And it's all this big journey of learning all these mindset, you know, tools, techniques, having all the training, all the experience, meeting new people who can give you another piece Yes. It'll get you further on your journey. It's, I mean, your story is so much like mine. It, it's, it's not, but it is. It's very, I'm sorry, but it is. <laughs> well, I think it's beautiful to, to really sort of put it out there as it's sort of unfolded for me, because I do think there's a lot of people with similar stories that kind of woke up from, you know, the American dream. And we're like, what is this? What is going on? I'm in you know, like I said, I just had my second daughter. So these are supposed to be the happiest days. And I'm like, totally lost. Just like, what, who am I? And I don't think I'd ask that question. Like, what do I, I really want since I was a kid? Yeah, we just follow along and whatever comes up is what we do until you say, I'm not happy with the way things are, but I don't really know what I want. So you become aware of this inner conflict, I guess, you know, yeah. not quite, leave you alone. not quite feel right. Yeah. <laughs> and then you start to get an idea of what you want and you focus on that. And then you have to take steps to get you there and work through all the inner conflicts that come up along the way. Right. You do. So, yeah. So, yeah, it's really cool. So you have like a three-step process that goes so, so much again so it's closely aligned to what i do so like connect clarity and action for me it's awareness focus and action so i how did that come about well you know as i grew as as the authentic sales coach speaking of that little voice that's continuously pulling you along i like to think of that as like a future version of me or my higher self that's just calling to me you know and we all have different calls Yes. And some of us will answer and some of us won't. And so I really trust that voice. And the longer I go down this road, the more I trust that voice. And, you know, I will say this, just because it's calling you doesn't mean it's all rainbows and sunshine. You know, they they don't call it growing pains for nothing. Right. (laughs) And so as we continue to evolve and to grow and to expand, there are things, you know, we have to let go of in order to do so. And sometimes we have to know what those things are in order to let go of them. So it is a process. It is a process. But um, so, so this voice, you know, now I'm doing my thing. I'm doing the sales coaching thing. And the whole time there's this voice. It's like, there's still more, (laughs) there's still more. And, and so I realized that even though I was doing a lot with the money blocks and a lot of the self-worth stuff with sales and being able to hold space and just be silent, you know, so many of these things that make people really uncomfortable, right? And um, what I've realized and expanded into is even more of a multi-dimensional business mentor. And so, you know, there's still the authentic sales coach. But because that's just my name, but now it's okay. And I, and it comes, you know, your best ideas come from your own needing, you know, or, or your own experience, right? 
And about 10 years ago, or maybe, maybe even like five or seven years ago, when I really started trying, starting to build my business and, and I was so confused, maybe you can relate Jean, like, okay, like I'm being, but there's doing and like the law of attraction, but I'm not supposed to have resistance. I mean, I, I, I can't be attached, but I need to write down my goals. And I was like, oh, wait a minute. Like I, it, and it was constant. And I remember one of my, my meditation coach mentor, the one I certified with, she's like, I think there's something for you here, Jana, with the being and the doing, cause you're like obsessed with it. And I was like, I know I am because it doesn't make sense. Like it's, it's contradictory. And, and so I've just done more and more work around that because what I've found is we kind of get the whole law of attraction thing and in the manifestation piece a lot of us do in our personal life right we we see it at go to work you know and and just in other ways but it really eluded me when it came to building my business because by nature I'm an action taker and so I'm sitting here like taking action my butt off um, you know, getting chewed up and spit out by the coaching industry, promising me one shiny, perfect, you know, magic bullet after another and implementing and doing all the things and hustling and, but also knowing as a spiritually guided heart centered entrepreneur, Jana, you know, you can't be in this energy, you know, that from sales, like nobody likes the needy, like aggressive hustle girl that can't pay attention to anything because she's doing everything and so, so I begin to lean into it more. And, and I even did a summit called um, the Head to Heart Summit, navigating that paradigm shift in your business and just really, you know, marrying the two. And so, um, so to answer your question, that is where this process came about because we really have to get that connection first. And the being is the very first part of that but then the doing comes from the being. Okay. And that's with all of it. So whether you're talking about, you know, attracting your audience, um, creating the content, even, you know, reaching out to them in different ways and, you know, serving your community on podcasts, like whatever it may be, it's coming from that place of connection and that place of trust and surrender. And so, when it's so, so, you know, what I like to say a lot, it's not what you do, but it's who you are when you're doing it. And so, so that's really woven through all of my process, but I just see so many people and clients come to me. They're like, just tell me what the thing is to write the thing. So I can get the thing to get the client to do the thing. And it's like, we can't come at it that way. You know, the energy is lending itself now in a very different way for us. I would like to think that the traditional bro marketing, push them into a corner, manipulate them, act now or you're going to die sort of mentality is dying because as we move into this place of more unity and service and heart, um, that stuff just doesn't fly anymore. And if you're more intuitive, you see right through it. I'm sure you do. And it's like, yeah, 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 I gotcha. This is it. This is the last time. If I don't do the thing, my business is going to implode, you know, whatever, whatever they're peddling. Um, and so, you know, as we move more into this, we have to integrate 
this, this doing that comes from the being. And so, and so then you bring that into the next phase, which is that like that connection and nurturing phase. And, and it's the same thing. It's not, how do I do it? Help me person. It's how do I want to do it? What really feels good to me? Because the way I see it is the, the language of our spirit is really joy. And it's that expanded, excited feeling. Now, does that mean everything we do is just always amazing and lovely and I sing and dance all day long? No, (laughs) but if I'm going to be serving a community on a daily basis, then I need to be doing it in the way that really feels the most light hearted, the most fun, the most joyful, and that may change each day. And so getting out of this like templated life of, calendar and this is you know you got it and maybe that's good early on you know I did that early on just that I could get into the groove of creating content and having a flow and understanding how to make a lot of reels if that's what I feel led to do but over time it's really become how do I want to connect how do I want to share my message today and then you know the last piece is, is the enrollment process so you know we've got them into the community you know, they're resonating with our message. We're nurturing that relationship, right? We're really connecting at that deeper level. They start to see that we're not like most, you know, trying to just sell them all the time. And then, but then, you know, there's that piece of, okay, well, how do I take them from, from that place into an actual client? And so that's the last step of this. And again, it's, it's really giving yourself permission kind of full circle back to my, my, my sales days. Like, how do I want this to look instead of you need to do it this way? This is how you need to do it in order to be successful. Because the truth is this, all strategies work. It's the one you decide that works for you and then you work it. And so that's kind of where this all came together, but it really does mix a lot of the woo and the do because it is about your energy. Gosh, I mean, I've, I've tallied up, I've done over 40,000 sales calls. Oh and my goodness. I know. <laughs> Just the thought of that. It's like, oh my gosh. I know. And I'm, there were times where I blubbered all over myself. I mean, there were times when I was standing up giving pre- presentations pregnant and I could hardly breathe, but it really resonated because of my energy, because of my intention, because I was just human and humble and empathized and actually heard them. People just naturally flock to that because they're expecting the opposite. The person that comes in has the agenda and, you know, how do I do the thing to get the thing so I can get you to do the thing that I want you to do? And, and you know, that egoic energy and, you know, meditation and mindfulness and all the, the inner work I did very much improved my sales process uh, way back when because I had my ego in check. And so now I really get to teach a lot about that too, which is a lot of fun. Just helping people not let that, you know, that lack, that doer, that kind of energy run the show. Because when it does, that's where the pressure comes in. Like, I got to get this. I mean, I have to make the money you know? And so, so anyway, that's sort of where it all came from, but it, it was just a down, it was just based on 
a lot of my own experience and reflection and then a lot of downloads, you know, of, you know, what can this really be for people? How can we really lean into what makes them unique and what their, you know, their skill sets are and, and really help them just hone in on that instead of you need to use my plug and play cookie cutter approach. It just cuts us off from our creativity and from our divine inspiration. So, yeah, I think one of the things you said a little while ago, um, (laughs) I I didn't want to interrupt you, but it's like when you're starting out, you have to learn the basics, right? So you do the, the process that's tried and true for some people, but over time you figure out this doesn't feel right for me. Right. And then you keep exploring, keep learning, keep listening, keep searching until you find something that does fit you does work for you right Right. I can't tell you and I'm sure you get them too as soon as you click accept for a new um, connection on LinkedIn almost immediately you get a sales pitch right I don't know you why why would you think that's a good idea you know to immediately hit me up with a sales pitch I get you know every uh, it's very um common I'll say right versus getting to know someone the and and i have so many friends now who are creating communities and then within the community sales and networking naturally happen and you gravitate towards someone who has a similar energy as you and then you feel comfortable having that sales relationship if you will right the service relationship and it doesn't feel forced like Oh, my name is Joe. Here's my stuff. Let me get you on a call so I can sell it to you. Right. Like, and let me tell you why you have to have it. And if you don't. Exactly. Right, exactly. And I, I sent you an email. Yeah, I sent you a message yesterday, but you didn't respond. Did you not get it? I sent you a message two days ago and, and yesterday and you haven't responded. I want to make sure you got it. Well, take a hint, right? Yeah. <laughs> but. Well, but that's old school. And some people love that aggressive approach. That doesn't suit me. That doesn't fit with my energy. But I, I understand it works in some situations with some people. That's what they gravitate towards. That just doesn't work for me. Well, <laughs> and I don't I think, think it works for you either. <laughs> no. And that, that's been a big part of my message is, you know, I, most people think that sales, that is the way. But I'm here to tell people that is a way, exactly. <laughs> not the way. And exactly. unfortunately, we just don't have a lot of people that have a lot of experience with it that can teach this other way, you know, um, a really good example. And speaking of just blindly DMing people, um, this uh, girl on Instagram um, DM'd me and she's also a sales coach. And she, I won't say what she calls herself, but let's just say she's very young. I don't want to like give it away. But um, so I kind of, you know, my intuitive hit was like, this girl has no sales experience. And she is out here telling people that she's the top, this, that, and the other. And she has great content as she should. She's 25. She was born with this in her hand. So um, good for her. Great content. But uh, so, you know, she's messaging me. And first off, I'm thinking, did you even bother to look at my profile? Yep. So, but I didn't say that. I just said, oh, you know, nice to meet another fellow sales coach. 
um, how, where'd you learn to sell? And she said, you know, a couple of books and some courses. And I was just like, oh my gosh. And, you know, and, and so now she's female saying that she's teaching female sales, but she's not, she's learned the same old stuff. It just so happens that she's female teaching it. And maybe she softens it a here and there. I, I wouldn't know, but you know, that's just another example of this sort of regurgitation of the same thing. There's just not a lot of females that are, you know, in this space that have really walked that talk enough that they know how to really help somebody through it. And so that's why I think we really still think that is the way is because there's just not a lot of other examples of of other ways to do it. Yeah. And even if you're using AI to come up with your content, unless you specify to get it from a female with a lot of experience, you're pulling information on what worked for the guys with the aggressive um, procedures, processes, mindset, right? Yeah. And I think that the, the most difficult is the class of, you know, these guys that say they're, you're, they're doing sales differently. And they're not. <laughs> I'm like, that's the same stuff. You packaged it differently, but it's still the same thing. And so that confuses people even more because they're like, oh, I'm finally going to get like another way to go walk people through this client conversion process. And then it's the same tricks, you know, it's just sort of like lipstick on a pig. Can't and, tell um, you how many of those I've gone through. And in the end, I just can't use it because it doesn't, doesn't yeah. work for me. You know, yeah. I can do it really well. I can do all the, the mock interviews, the practice. I can do all that really well. That's not yeah. where I want to live can, in life. I can cut and paste 100 DMs a day. Yeah. You know, I had a coach tell me, well, I think you're just resistant. You're afraid. I'm like, all due respect, I knocked doors in um, college to sell newspapers. Like that, that stuff left long ago. <laughs> you know, I was in sales for 20. I'm not afraid. But there's a difference between fear and misaligned. Mm-hmm. And it's a very different energy. You know, the more you are in your body and very mindful of what it, things feel like to you, it's, it's a very different energy, you know, and I, we have to walk through that a lot with my clients. Like, you know, is this just you not wanting to, you know, be uncomfortable or is this something that's like compromising your integrity? Because those are different things and they feel different in your body. Yeah. Fear of the unknown is different than that doesn't feel right. 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 So lack of experience is one thing. If you haven't tried it, you don't know if if you're in alignment with it or not, because it's just fear at that point. You know, you have to do some mock interviews, do some processes to see. Right. And one little good shortcut, little tip for the audience is, if you don't like it being done to you, don't yes, do it. Exactly. That's a pretty good indicator. So if yeah. you're not a fan of spam, probably don't want to have that as your uh, strategy. Because <laughs> even if Imagine you're not conscious of it subconsciously, <laughs> that is not aligned. <laughs> Imagine that. <laughs> so when you started to do this shift, what were some of the issues that you had to work through to get yourself from where you were to where you decided you wanted to be? So you mean way back when, kind of when Mm -hmm. I woke up? Well, I have to say, as much as at the time it drove me nuts, thank God for my husband, my grounded husband, because I was ready to just, you know, I was, 
I was where a lot of people I think are now. <laughs> like I was ready to just like sell our house and move to some land in the middle of nowhere and, and have a bunch of goats. <laughs> <laughs> And he's like, whoa, there, slow your roll, slow your roll. So, um, because I was the breadwinner. And so there was a lot to consider there. And so for me, it had to be gradual. It had to be because for two years, for anybody out there that's feeling impatient and just like, where, what do I, for two years, it was a joke in our house. Cause I would just be on my meditation pillow and I, you know, meditating and not for two years straight, but. Anyway, I sat in this not knowing and it was a joke because Brad would be like, what is it you want to do? And I'd be like, I don't know. I just know I'm supposed to help people. And that's about as far as I got. Oh, wow. You know? And um, you've come so a long way since then. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, it, it's 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 an exponential thing. I think the more you allow and not force, the more it comes in, but the more impatient you get and the more you like got to know mind, which is also ego, um, you know, it, it sort of shuts that energy flow down. And so, you know, at first it was just what sparks joy, like what, what's interesting. And I have one of the first courses I took so randomly, I don't even know how I stumbled upon it was by somebody, I can't even think of her name anymore, but it was just a really expansive universe sort of course. And and, you know, and then I moved into less on the educational, more on the certification side of things all while I was working. And it was still just, you know, just what was fascinating to me. And, um, and also, you know, meditation was a big part of my life and still is, of course. And so that's why I wanted to do the meditation coaching thing, which isn't exactly like what it sounds. It's not like, let me teach you how to meditate or guide you through meditations. I mean, you can do that. But it's more about really inner child work, like bringing people down into that space and having them explore their subconscious. And so, so anyway, it was very gradual because I was working full time and a mom, but just doing these things on the side. And then, you know, once I kind of felt complete there, because a lot of people get stuck there, but you have to finally go, okay, this is good. <laughs> now let's turn around and serve. And so I started having, you know, a clients here and there on the side. And then I did my first course. And then, um, and then it was finally just made sense. Like, okay, let's do this. Let's go full time into this. And so that's sort of how it was a gradual process. Some people, I was going to say gurus, but some very well-known people push the idea, oh, as soon as you decide, make a commitment and quit your job. What's your thought on that? Quit your job without anything to go to. Well, um, here, here's the issue with that. You know, I work through a lot with people, that whole financial pressure piece, because when it comes to sales, that is a huge issue, a massive fear that enters into the conversation. Um, to me, it would be really difficult to manage that fear if you didn't have something else, you know, not, not a plan B, but just some other form of income while you're learning. Cause listen, reality check, this 10 K in 10 days, BS is <laughs> BS. Okay. Don't, you need to read the fine print on that. These are people that have already been in business. Yes. Can you make 10 K in 10 days? Absolutely. Can you make it day one through day 10? No, no, maybe. 
some fluke, fine, but it will not be reproducible. It's not sustainable. And so you have to learn the lay of the land. You have to learn the rules so you can break them. You've got to learn how to connect with your people. And all of this takes time. You have to learn how to nurture those relationships. You have to find out where they are. (laughs) Right. Who are they? Where are they? And it doesn't have to take, you know, a decade by any means, but you know, this, the, the coaching industry is, is very much doing a disservice, particularly to those soul led coaches who really are here. And these are the ones I work with. I believe we're here to change the world. I believe we're here to enter and usher in this new paradigm and we are trailblazers. We are visionaries. And then you have these old school coaches beating the drum of 10 K in 10 days. And then when those coaches buy into these programs, they don't resonate with it because it's so 3D and they're like, oh, they actually have more integrity and are, you know, they're just their consciousness level, their awareness level is higher. Their truth meter is, is, is way far more intact. And again, that's not to say anything bad about, you know, that, that more matrixy way <laughs> of, of doing business. You know, we've been there for a long time, so it is what it is to each their own. But when you have expanded past that, you see that. And so then you're stuck, right? And so so what happens? You think, well, I didn't get the 10K in 10 days, so I suck. And I probably shouldn't do this. And so they quit. And so it's doing such a disservice because A, it's just one business way of doing business. And then B, it really discourages those that can't do it that way or won't do it that way. And then makes you feel like you're not supposed to do this. And I mean, I know we're not victims here. This is all a choice and how we want to take all of this feedback. But ultimately, at the end of the day, I I don't know what the stats are. Maybe you do. But a lot of coaches end up giving up. They think, I'm just not cut out for this. You know, my offer's not good enough. Whatever the story is. And it's just not true. It's just you haven't found somebody who is, you know, at more of that consciousness level that you are, or maybe even a little bit more, more expanded that can help you sort of grow more in that way too. And not just, you know, plug and play cookie cutter, magic bullet world. (laughs) Yeah. I, I, I think we've all gone through those stages to get to where we end up. And and for me, it's still a journey. I'm I'm always looking for new things. I love this podcast idea. I really do. It it fits me. You know, there's there's no selling involved. You just you like what you hear. You get in contact with whoever you felt like you resonated with, and you have a new experience. I enjoy that. I like that yeah. that that idea. Um, but the whole business part of it. People kept telling me, oh, you need to be a business coach. Don't do this energy healing stuff. Be a business coach because that's you're throwing away all, all the years of experience. Well, yeah, but I don't want to give up the energy stuff because that's what I'm drawn to now. I did all that other stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. And so eventually working through all the inner, inner game stuff, I'm figuring out a way to, to combine the two so that they make sense, right? Yeah. But that was a really... um internally stressful journey externally nothing changed in my life nobody had a clue nobody cared you know my world went on the world kept turning you know business as usual but inside all these this turmoil about guilt 
because you take on the guilt when people keep heaping it on you, you know, look at all you've, you've, all you've accomplished and you're throwing it away. Um, and then guilt, if I go to that and don't use the skills that I've built up now and I'm drawn to, right? Right. So all that inner game stuff, it's, it's really um, interesting. I'll say interesting, but you learn, it, a lot. I learned a lot. So it is interesting. And, you know, that's why I became the multidimensional business mentor because we are multidimensional. We have energetic bodies and, you know, we have emotional bodies. We have the mental body. We have the physical body. We have a spiritual body, you know, um, and the old school way of doing things accounts for one. Yes. The physical. And so that's why I feel, I mean, you're just, you're missing the rest, you know? And so of course, these things. And we're just now really exploring this more and more how, you know, I know healers and, and, and people in, in energy um, workers, light workers have been in this space for a while, but I think it's really finally we're marrying like, okay, you can have your, your service and everything. And you can also build your business in this way too. And that's, what's so fascinating to me and why I love working with the people I do is because the, the other stuff's a square peg in a round hole. I mean, there's no other way to put it. Um, are, do tactics and strategies work? Do I pull from all the, absolutely. Yes, you do need to know how to talk to your people and message your people in a way that, that resonates with them. I call it speaking their language. And, you know, that that is a skill. That is a tangible physical skill. Now, let's pile on top of that your belief system while you're doing it. Let's pile on top of that, the energy that you're holding, you know, so it's, it's so multidimensional. And I, I really love because I finally really feel like there's no more of that. There's more, there's more, I'm sure it'll happen again, but right now I feel fully embodied in this message, what I'm trying to help people with who I'm trying to help. And so that they don't have to try to like, contract into a box in order to build their business and then expand to help and do all this beautiful magical work but then back into the box so that they can do all the tactics and strategies and all the things they get to have both they get to have their cake and eat it too and I think so much of it comes at different times and in my world it's come at the right time when I was ready for it or when I needed it to show up, <clears throat> just like this podcast thing. I, I never wanted to do a podcast. I, I've been a podcast guest, and I like that, you know, because honestly, there's no back work involved. You know, you just yeah. have a conversation and you're good, right? Right. Um, so I guess it's been two years that I said, no, nah, I'll never do a podcast. I'll never do a podcast. And finally got to the point where people are saying, why aren't you doing a podcast, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah, And so eventually you hear that enough and the brain works and the inner conflicts, you work through whatever old thought process, belief system, whatever it was, old experiences, old insecurities, fears. And eventually you're like, why am I not doing a podcast? <laughs> right. you know? And it just becomes normal and okay. But it's very interesting as you work through all the layers that come up. 
where you can go on your journey. So true. And you, what's funny is, you know, in hindsight, you do, it's like, okay, this has been here for a while, you know, and you just didn't answer the call and the call gets louder, right? Um, when I was asked to really take on more and to break through that, the last glass ceiling that I broke through with my business, um, I wasn't answering, you know, I really, I felt a little stagnant, um, but it, but I, you know, it's just like, this is, this is working. I don't, I don't want to do any, you know, and then my mom falls and breaks her pelvis in two places and I oh, have no. to take all this time off, you know? So it was like, all right, now, now you've got the time, like you kind of put things on hold and everybody understood. And, um, of course I was able to still see my clients, but you know, other than that, I was really not. And, um, you know, long story short, answer the call <laughs> because things become, it becomes, it starts of course as a little nudge and then it's a push. And then, you know, maybe it's a fall and then it's a jackhammer, you know? And so it's, it just, it will continue to nudge you. And that's why I think it's hilarious that we think we're in control of all of this. <laughs> you know it's hilarious literally two years ago I as a bonus to some program that I you know how that goes they always give you free bonuses and sometimes you think you're not interested in the bonuses well two of them happen to be on podcasts how to be a guest on a podcast and how to to launch your own now I didn't go that route I had somebody do the technical stuff because that's not my I don't want to spend all that time that's not my thing you know yeah but it's hilarious that two years ago, I took two courses on podcasting. Yeah. <clears throat> so, yeah. And here you are. And two yeah. years later, it's like no big deal. It's like, okay. And that's how we expand. And, yeah. you know, for anybody that's newer and just feeling that overwhelm, you know, my, my first, my first um, question would be, what are you, what are you shitting? Like, what are the things that you're doing that Maybe you just feel like you need to be because somebody told you to, but it's empty. It feels like that corporate energy. Like you just check the box. You did the TPS report <laughs> uh, to uh, reference office space, which is still one of the funniest movies to me. <laughs> um, and then, you know, and then beyond that, it's, it's really stepping into how you want to do it, you know, and, and that opens up a lot more and knowing that, it is a lot at first, you know, there are a lot of different things depending on what skill sets you come in with that you have to learn, you know, all for me, I had a lot of the sales stuff down. I had a lot of the inner work and the mindset stuff and, you know, understanding energy and law, you know, law of attraction. And I'm like, I can't lose. I mean, that's kind of how I came in. Right. I have something that I know people need. I have the skill set that's unique, all of the stuff. Well, guess what, Jana, you've never done lead generation before. So have fun with that, you know, because all of my leads were always given to me. Mm -hmm. And so we all have these things that we come in with. And it's really like how, who, who can you work with that's going to help you capitalize on that and then help you fill in those holes, but your way, you know, not their way. <laughs> So is your business set up the way you want it to be set up now? Or do you see Absolutely. something do you see something different in the future? Well, the only thing I see different 
And this is one of those calls that I have, I, it's there, but is more speaking stages, you know, not, I, I do a lot of podcasts. I do a lot of summits and those sorts of things, but, um, and this is a really good little hint. This is how I know. So maybe this will resonate whenever I close my eyes and I imagine that next level version of me and I'm having that conversation where it's always on a stage, you know? like a workshop stay, you know? And so, um, so I know that that's something that's, that will be, that will be coming. Have you done that? Not, not in, as a coach. No, I I've given talks in my former career, um, but I have not been on a physical stage as a coach yet. Cool. <laughs> yeah. You'll be fine. It's the same. <laughs> it's all the yeah. same. <laughs> but, you know, and I think it, it's just funny, you know, you can't put the cart before the horse. And so you, before you're on those stages, like you want to know kind of who you are, what you do, how you do it, what's your process. Like you really kind of have to have that integrated and who you want to attract. Yeah. Because some people are just energy sucks, you know? Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> and listen to that little voice when it tells you that is not your person. Yeah. No is a complete sentence. <laughs> And it's They're perfectly acceptable just as much as yeah. you're auditioning for them. Yeah. That, because they, they can take so much of your time when you knew, you knew up front that I shouldn't go there, but I'll, okay, I'll do it anyway. And right there, that ignoring that intuition. Yeah. The guidance is always there. It's yeah. whether or not you're tuned into it and even more so important, whether or not you're going to listen. Whether you advice. trust what you're being told, even if it's yourself telling you, you know? Right. Yeah. It's there for those willing to, uh, and sometimes it doesn't make sense. Uh, I'll tell you one little quick story around that. So um, one of the coaches that came to my workshop a few weeks ago was talking about, you know, this whole joy thing. And I had her share an example that she had told me, and I thought it was such a perfect example. So you know, she was doing all the things and in the energy of all the things and the hustle and the, and she's like, you know what, I'm just going to go to a dance class. And she just found that, that was the calling made no sense, but it felt really good. And she goes and she meets the teacher and the teacher ends up being a client. And then the teacher wants her to work with the other like kids in the studio and create a program that's in dance and also like inner work and mindset stuff for the kids. Oh, wow. Cool. So this is, this is what's available when you surrender and trust more. And that doesn't mean just sitting on your couch, meditating all day long. Like she got up and went to the dance class, but it didn't make sense logically. And no coach is going to tell her to do that. Right. They're going to say, no, force yourself, keep going, or take action, do a webinar every day. And, um, you know, but she did that and look, I mean, exponential, you know, right there just sort of fell in her lap. And I'm sure you have stories like that. So as do I, and why are we not leaning into that more in our business? Why do we go? Oh, I know that's all true. Okay. Let me get back to implementation. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) And the opposite side to that is with the whole law of attraction thing. So many... (laughs) It, it's always um, a little bit of a, a wake up when I hear it, but some clients don't even want to define what it is they want because then they're pushing away everything else. If you don't yes. know what you want 
how is it going to be delivered to you? <laughs> you Correct. know, if you don't put in your order, exactly what they're not. Well, so there's a few little tricks that I um, use to get around that. And, you know, I, I love that you brought this up because we haven't touched on this and it's so important. You know, I say I mix the woo with the do. Um, there's a spiritual teacher that I follow. His name's JP. His channel's called Awaken with JP. And he did, this was years ago, but I still use it because it's such a great example. Um, and he was sitting on the couch meditating. He's kind of making a spoof on spiritual, spiritual people, right? But he's spiritual too. Don't get me wrong. But so he's meditating. He's doing his thing. He's got his little man bun. He's meditating. And he turns to his roommate and he goes, dude, go see if the Ferrari's in the driveway. <laughs> and I'm like, that's it. I need to go and- check. Give me just a minute. <laughs> I want a red one. <laughs> I want a red one. Because, you know, we have to, we have to put in the order, but then, you know, there, there is action involved in that. And so the little trick that I was referring to that I think will help a lot of people with that little nuance is define what you want or say, or something better. Then you leave room for the universe to come in and blow your mind, you know, um, because I understand where they're coming from. Like they don't want to limit it because we see like this much of what's really going on. However, when you put in your order and you tell the chef or something better, now you've got the very, at the very least what you want. And then, you know, they can just deliver on top of that, whatever, whatever really suits you. you And you also build a little bit of excitement around it. And that energy is what makes it come towards you. Right. I mean, what, what you focus on is what you get, right. If you don't have any focus, what do you, what do you expect? Right. 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 And you know, when you're in that doer, 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 making it all, how do I do the thing to get the thing? You know, I call it that jackhammer energy. Um, you're just going to get more of that. It's just more spinning your wheels. It's just going to attract more of that. And so you really, you know, have to stop and reset to soul. If you focus on frustration, you become more frustrated. <laughs> reset to soul. Talk to me about that. So that, that is, that is my program. And um, it begins with a workshop where I just start to, to get to open, expand their mind, you know, into you know, why why it hasn't worked for you. A lot of people that come to me and, you know, again, this was created out of necessity because I needed it, you know, years ago, because I was like, this doesn't resonate with me. What is plan B? Like, how do I do it? If I can't do it this way, how do I do it? And so it's, it's really taking, you know, the woo and the do and putting it together. And so it's equal parts like energy and understanding the nature of our reality and the law, law of correspondence and just how it all works. Not that I know how it all works, but, you know, enough that people start to see, oh, this is why it hasn't been working. I get it now. They have light bulbs. Um, and then, you know, and then we talk strategy. But so that begins with this workshop where it just sort of starts to, you know, crack them open because they're just sick and tired of feeling stuck. And so we reset to soul and then it's a three month or 12 week program where we really go through those three different pillars that I was discussing. Um, and of course, far more, far more detail, but, but that's, that's really what it's in- intended for is those that just 
don't resonate with, you know, the big fancy funnels and the trip wires and the scarcity and all of the things, the tricks that people play and really want to go about it differently, you know? So if you had to give one piece of advice to the people out there who are either just starting their business or trying to get a handle on this whole sales thing to grow their business, what what would you like to offer to them? What would your, what would you suggest? I already said it, but I'll say it again. Um, it's not what you do. It's who you are when you're doing it. So pay attention, pay attention and not just to who you're being, but also look at what is working, what is resonating. I think sometimes we're so focused on bringing more people in, we forget about the people that are already there. And so just really spending more intentional time with them because it's quality, not quantity. And it's also repeat clients, holding on to and nurturing what you've already created they are already there they know you they like you they trust you engage right yeah I mean we used to say in the sales world some of the some of the things they are true and one was it's a lot easier to get repeat business than it is to to sign on a new client and so don't forget about those people and I think there's just it's a lot easier than we think but we get in our own way and we make it harder and we buy into, I need the thing and I need the signature this and I need the big giant fancy funnel that and I need the ad and I need the website and the, I mean, it list goes on and on. I speak from experience. The first thing I did was get a freaking wet website, a logo and my brand colors. Like that was the first couple grand I spent. And no, there's nothing wrong with it. It's just it doesn't bring any money in. <laughs> Not necessary day one. Yes. So, um, you know, simplify to amplify. Cool. Thank you so much. This has been such a fun conversation. You're so welcome. Thank you so much, Jean, for having me and having this conversation. And and to those out there that listen, thank you so much for your time. And if you would like to. I know it's valuable. Yes. (laughs) And if you'd like to learn more about Jana and her Reset to Soul program, there will be links below or you can go to. JanaNixa.com would be another spot or any of my social media handles or you'll find it there. Cool. Any final thoughts or. I think that's it. I just appreciate everybody, you know, giving us their time today and. And hopefully you got some some nuggets out of it. That's always my intention, just to shift perspectives, even if it's just the tiniest bit. So Cool. Well, I really enjoyed our time together. Me too. <laughs> thank you so much for having me. Thank you. And thank everyone for listening. This is Jean Border with the Focus Practical Dreamers Journey podcast. Talk to you next time. Thank you for tuning in to the Focused Practical Dreamers Journey, where we take out your emotional baggage and heal your emotional body so you get to enjoy the success you desire and deserve. Remember to visit our website at www.focusedpracticaldreamer.com and enjoy even more great episodes like this one. Again, while you're here, subscribe to us via your favorite network. We look forward to seeing you next time on the Focused Practical Dreamer's Journey.